listening to Book Notes. Hello and welcome to episode number 40. That's a four in a series for you fellow dyslexic people out there of the Book Nuts podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, books. We do listen to audiobooks, not read the books. If you want to know why, go back to listen to episode one where we prefer audiobooks. We're not going to rehash it right here. It's because we're lazy. Part of it, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> if you heard that voice in the background, that is not my other ego inside of me. It is the person you guys all know. The one, the only, some people call him the mythical. I'm not quite there, but some people are. Mr. Jonathan Nadu. How are you doing today, Jonathan? Everything's going well. We have a, about 20 inches of snow right now, so we're all just snowed in. So everything is white right now for you, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, not in my head, at least outside of this. Okay. Now, the true measure of a dad here. Have you showed your son how to write his name in the snow or told yeah. him to? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay. You don't have to show him. You just got to say, you know, you should go try writing your name in the snow. And they got entertainment. Anytime it snows the rest of their life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we got so far this winter, it's been actually pretty calm. I mean, we had a couple of snow flurries, a few inches here or there or whatever, but we got bamboozled yesterday. So uh, we're just uh, now we have to shovel ourselves. Well, my son's going to shovel the walkway, and then i got a friend coming over to plow us out. So well, That's good. At least you don't have to do the big driveway. Yeah, exactly. Hey, remember a couple episodes ago when we did uh, episode of 14 by Peter Klein when I tried to talk you into listening to it? Oh, yeah. I went to Audible the other day, and they had a thing on there, and they said 10 books that should be movies. Guess what the number one was? 14? 14, baby. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, they they kind of described it kind of like I did. They kind of said it's a horror, but not a full-scale horror, you know. So it was kind of like the tweener, like I was, like a real mild horror slash fantasy, you know. It, it's it's kind of like that, and he's part of this in this, if you go back and listen to it, in this episode, or his characters, or his writings, uh, Lovecraft. So oh, yeah, it's kind yeah. of that Lovecraft-esque where... It, it's almost fantasy, sci-fi, a little more than horror, but it almost classified as a horror. So, yeah, that um, I could see this a really good movie, and I could see this like how they did, um, uh, what's his name? The oh shoot, um, odd, odd Thomas. How oh, they did yeah. that movie where it's kind of like, eh, that was a letdown. <laughs> I I didn't know they made uh, Odd Thomas as a movie. Yeah, a couple years ago. Um, I watched the first 10 minutes and I stopped. Maybe it gets better, but I was so disappointed. I'm like, no. That's like uh, the Dresden Files when they made the, about 10, 12 years ago the TV series. I watched the first half of the first one. I was like, no. When the Red Witch is the closest ally to Dresden, you know, they went way off the script. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm sorry, not Red Witch. Uh, the Red... Uh, uh, what do you call him? Uh, oh, red vampire. vampire, red vampire. Yeah, I knew, I knew what you meant when you said witch. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of went off there. But this time we are doing American Edgic Strategy. It's part of the Economic Collapse series by Mister Mark Goodwin. Before we forget, we always seem to do this. Next week we're going to be doing the autobiography of Blackhawk by 
Well, if it's an autobiography, it's probably by Blackhawks. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it, it's about the Native American, and this is one I remember listening to oh four or five years ago. And I'm actually excited to do it again. It's not a very long one, so if you want one, it, it's a pretty short one. But uh, it, it's, I remember it was pretty good. So I'm actually looking forward to it because uh, I am a history person, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you also mentioned before, um, I think you said you had this book, another one called Crazy Horse, which all, you know, also was about uh, Native Americans. I'd be interested in that one, too. Yep, that one was pretty good. So... Before we forget, do not forget to go to potandstuff.com slash Amazon. If you need something from Amazon, it kicks a little back to the door so he can uh, do all the stuff he wants to do. And don't you complain to door about, oh, I want that swag when you see him at a conference if you don't go through potandstuff.com slash Amazon. That's how he does it. He has two growing boys that eat about 30, 40 pounds of food each a day. Come on. <laughs> help, help them out. You know, so... Uh, yeah, and like always, don't forget, anytime you're needing something to do, you're a little bored, just, you know, pick your instant messenger up and bother door. That's what, you know, uh, that's what Al Gore invented the internet for, is to bother <laughs> exactly. door. It's exactly. nothing with the defense, it's not with, for the defense network or anything like they told you about. He actually said, if you said, I made it so we could bother Stephen McLaughlin, that, that's why he's did it so he wasn't door-to-door -door geek then he was just Stephen mclaughlin but that's why it was invented yeah and uh don't forget to send him you know pictures of tom brady and of the lombardi trophy he loves those exactly he uh holding up when he wins like that um as you know he is uh that would be a good way to bother him though actually uh any kind of mame that uh takes seattle in a funny way oh yeah you can send that too since he is yeah. a seahawk fan he loves those definitely You'll probably cut all this out, so, you know. But, hey. Well, before we get on to it, uh, we're going to start talking about American Exit Strategy by Mark Goodwin. Uh, this is book one, and this is going to be a spoiler episode, but we will tell you when we start talking the spoilers. This is one that Jonathan did not get to finish or do much to, so you're going to hear my uh, ugly mug voice for most of this podcast, but we're going to get into it right now. Okay, American Edgic Strategy. Uh, this is a book by uh, Mark Goodwin. I'm going to change my glasses here. You know you're getting old when you have to change glasses and you're sitting at a computer. That's <laughs> pre pretty sad. But uh, this is basically a book about, obviously, the economic collapse. It's about the economic collapse of the United States. Um, the, most of the world is doing an economic, almost really, collapse. United States is one of the few that's barely hanging on. Uh, this story takes place around a couple by the name of Matt and Karen Blair. And it really kicks off after an election. Uh, mm. by uh, An election by a candidate called Paul Randall. I don't want to get into too much of it now for the spoiler. But that has a lot to do with... Uh, after the collapse, what happens and everything like that. But this is is it a spoiler to say what triggers the collapse? No, it's it just like more uh, the government borrowing too much, you know, uh, too many welfare programs, uh, you know, the mon basically the monetary creation okay. for everything. It basically is done, and other countries around the uh, 
that you know like buy our bonds and stuff just stop buying our bonds too okay uh but but uh this doesn't ruin it but it's pretty quick in the book when it talks about this the writing was on the wall for a long time and everybody just kind of put their finger in their ears kind of like they're doing now it's not to that extent yet but you can kind of see some of the stuff starting what they're talking about here where basically some people do not care about the economy of the U.S. They think it's okay and it'll always be okay, and they don't care about just spend, 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 spend. Mm, so mm. it's kind of a little of that. But basically it's a story about the Matt and Karen Blair, what they do a little before the collapse, what they do during the collapse, and what they're doing after the collapse. And book one kind of takes you through those three steps. The after the collapse doesn't spend too much time on uh it, it th this book doesn't end in a spoiler but you know there's another book coming yeah it, it's yeah. Um, if you just read book one you'd be fine you don't have to like oh i gotta go get number two now no number two just goes in more detail okay all right but that's basically the synopsis of american economic collapse the series and book one called american exit strategy so uh, I'm going to get a drink here while we get into the spoiler. Do you want to do our spoiler breaks on there? And here we go, folks. We are going into the spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We need like an eh, 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 eh sound. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> you did pretty good. I'm going to have to have you do that more often. I've, I've, I've learned from the best. Oh, I thank you. Okay, since we're in the spoiler here, basically, writing's on the wall. Bad stuff's going to happen. Uh, Paul Randall, he's a third-party candidate. He used to be a Republican, but the Republicans are kind of like the Republicans now, where they're almost mild Democrats, basically. And when Paul Randall kind of gets, uh, almost, I want to say, Hillary Clinton-esque, should have won the primary, but they kind of gave it to somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think Hillary still would have won Bernie Sanders, but boy. You know, um, so that was kind of like what it is. And during the election, Paul Randall is saying, we got some tough times ahead. We have to stop, you know, all this unnecessary spending. We have to, we have to, we have to. Well, the Democrat candidate saying the same thing. Oh, it's all a big hoax. And the candidate that's in there now was just got done with eight years and openly uh, professed very Democrat and Muslim has been in there in the White House. The Republican candidate is a really mild Republican candidate that kind of skates both lines. So Matt and Karen Blair, or Bear, I'm sorry, uh, see this coming and they really start to take steps. They start to get some food stockpiled that keeps some gas on hand you know they have some basic defense and they know what to do so they kind of have a little ducks in a row and they live in florida okay and i forgot what part of florida the northern part of florida but not the southern part so i don't know what that means but i forgot what town they live in so basically the election happens this is what really kicks everything off uh, and during the election, there's three candidates. None of them get the amount of votes they needed. Okay. Okay. From the electoral the, yeah, college. Yeah, I was going to say, they didn't get the electoral votes. Right. But Paul Randall won 
had the most electoral votes, the third party candidate. He won the most votes. So there was a Republican Congress and Republican House. So they met and they were going to decide who's president. So they turned around and just basically punt what the people wanted and voted in very, very quickly the Republican candidate from California. So that really upsets the people. And Paul Randall's out there saying, you know, they didn't do it. The people wanted, you know, and he told him, he says, hey, basically we're in for some rough, rough times here. Even if I'm not in the office, I'm not saying to do anything, but the dollar's going to collapse. As my last real thing in public, y'all start needing getting into some gold, silver, precious metals and stuff like that because our dollar's going to collapse. Well, very shortly thereafter, the dollar collapses. Well, then they try to blame Paul Randall, and Paul Randall becomes wanted by the government. Ah, uh, okay. And that really forces more people, you know, um, to... Uh, really get mad at the government and the and i'm gonna i'm very condensing this and and matt and karen they're basically start to survive and everything they had a plan and saying so they get there but then they decide where they're in the suburb is this isn't going to make it there's shootings every night just outside our neighborhood we need to get out of here so and that was right when the dollar wasn't great it wasn't good so he decides to sell his house because well, okay. you could still, you could still, the market was still there, and basically the government was doing everything they can to pump it up. They were taking loans from every other country, and they basically the new UN, whatever they called it, basically gave the United States money. But they said, "Here's the condition," you know, bam, 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 and it was unrealistic conditions. But they took it anyway to keep propping it up for time. Yeah. Um. So. They get the house sold, they take that money, and he has a cousin in Tennessee, and there's a small farm for sale next to them. So they basically buy it, and they drive there. And that's not a big adventure, but a little adventure getting there, because things were bad, but not totally collapsed. And they get there, and they start to get stuff set up, and during that time, it, everything really kind of starts to collapse. After they get there, for and they're there for a few months, and they kind of just start... Stuff really starts to collapse. Uh, that's kind of where book one ends. Um, I don't remember in book one, basically, I can tell you part, and this doesn't ruin anything because you kind of see the writing on the wall in book one if it's not there. Yeah. Some of the states don't want to, basically, I don't want to know if they're really seceding, but they're saying we're not, you know, we're not relying on the federal government anymore. We don't want to have nothing to do with the federal government anymore. So it's almost like a secession in some yeah. of the states. Yeah. So in book two, I'm not that's all I'm gonna say. And book two really gets into that. Okay. About the whole okay. secessions and the government trying to take everything back again. So and then obviously the uh the new president, you know, is basically there and trying to do everything he can to squash this and he's not a good person and everything like that. So, yeah, so that's basically it. It's a really good book. It's written very, very well. Um, I give this thing an eight and a half, eight and three quarters. Really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of those when I was listening to, I really wanted to finish it. And as soon as it was done, I wanted to go to number two right away. Mm, okay. That's very, very rare. Cause if people know me, like when I watch Netflix, I can only watch, two maybe three episodes of a show and i have to go watch something else 
I, I can't watch the same thing over and over and over and over. Like, you know, just sit down and, and binge, binge you know, watch. <laughs> binge watch. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, I lose interest in the show. So I'm usually watching two or three shows at a time and I'll just two here, two here, two here, then go back to here, two here, two here. That's normally what I do. Uh, and But this one, I really wanted to go to book two right away because I liked it, uh, how they were doing it. And me being former Army, they do have a little bit of that in there. I'm not going to go into that because um, it might be part of book two. Okay. It really does in two, but I don't know how much in book one. But they do have a little Army tactics and stuff in there, which really grabbed my interest. Uh, it it The book doesn't start off slow, but it doesn't start off like super fast. But then it kind of picks up as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one nice thing I do like is at the beginning of each chapter, he quotes something, a real quote. He'll quote one of the founding fathers. He might quote the Bible. He might quote, you know, uh, some economic person or something like that. But he has a quote at the beginning of every chapter, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool, too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so it, it kind of brings real-life people and stuff into the book. So, yeah, so that was... Uh, American Exit Strategy, book one. Uh, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind, I know Jonathan will like this. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 uh, sounds like I'm on board already. <laughs> yeah, this is good. So uh, I, I think, um, so the three you're going to have to listen to, this one, 14, and Blackhawk, uh, you, you'll like all three. There's no doubt. You, you'll, you'll like all three. Yeah, definitely. So if I had to pick the order you would like, um, I'm thinking American Exit Strategy 1, 14, 2, and Blackhawk 3. Uh, I, I think I think it'll be in that order, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, I'll have to see. I'll, I'll, probably, get, I'll probably do Blackhawk first just because that's going to be the next one, and I, it's short anyway, so I'm going to do that one first. Yeah, yep. But that's uh, American Exit Strategy. Good book. Uh, I think you guys should go listen to it or read it uh you'll enjoy it i did um you should enjoy it let me say if you're into that kind of genre you know the you know the surviving or anything like that uh, there's another one we haven't really talked about doing uh and this is probably one of the first survival ones out there by glenn tate you know the 299 days series you know about that one uh no i'm not familiar with that one actually yeah it's kind of the same thing uh collapse and survival and everything like that but i think there's like Eight, nine books out for this one already. Yeah, it was one of the first ones to really do that kind of genre. And then Angry American came up pretty quick behind. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. So, that's basically the book. Uh, please go listen to it. Uh, remember, don't forget to go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Anytime you go to Amazon, uh, Dor will appreciate that. And any last thing you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think that's it. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this. Thanks, everybody, for taking time out of your busy schedule and downloading this episode and listening to it. We do appreciate it. Any comments, corrections, concerns, go to Tracy at Podnus.com. You want to talk to Jonathan, send it to me, and I'll forward it off to him. If it's about me and you want to talk to Jonathan, hey, talk to Dor or go hunting down on social media. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do that. So, again, thanks, for everybody, for the, doing the listening to this. Everybody have a good day good week. See ya. My name is Jeff Houch. I'm the host of Podnuts, the computer repair podcast, where we take live calls on the air to answer your questions on running and operating your computer repair business every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. You can check it out over at podnuts.com forward slash computer repair podcast live.